0: This is CV.
1: And we here, May.
0: We here, family. How y'all doing?
1: So, as you all know, I am expecting and I am super, super excited. This is really coming up a lot faster than CV and I thought.
0: (laughs) Absolutely.
1: November seems so close and it didn't in February. Um, but because of my excitement, I've been doing a lot of research on, you know, how I want to bring this baby into the world. And Too much people. <laughs> I can't help it. It's good stuff. So, I wanted to do a home birth, and unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to do that because of insurance purposes, boo, bureaucracy, (laughs) but I'm super excited to have licensed, certified nurse midwife, Ann Margolis, on the line today. um, She's also a certified clarity breathwork practitioner, which she's going to have to explain to us, and a yoga
2: teacher. Welcome, Ann. Oh, it's so wonderful to be here, and congratulations. On your, is this your first pregnancy? Second Second. and last. Yes. (laughs) That's definitely the last one. Yeah. I understand.
0: I'm not I'm not rich enough for the third one. Oh. I don't know. If I hit the lotto, you know, okay. we might be able to talk. All
1: right. Yeah, we'll just, we'll repopulate <laughs> the salad. Oh. But, um, <laughs> so, um, w- tell me, what is a certified clarity breathwork per- practitioner? I had to ask about that. So,
2: um, that's interesting that you're asking that. So, uh, as a midwife, um, over all these years, it was about 22 years now, um, I get very intimate, uh, you know, like uh, intimate relationships with the families that come to me and I'm very Mm -hmm. holistic in my perspective. And I was hearing from a lot of women, um, uh, it started with birth trauma, like uh, women that had terrible uh, previous birth experiences and they wanted help, they felt traumatized by them and they they wanted Mm -hmm. help healing from that. And and more and more, I'm I'm he, I'm hearing from women and their partners, you know, who are just suffering from all sorts of emotional pain and stress, inner stress and history of past trauma, and um, you know, now with the Me Too, I mean the hist- you know, uh, there's so many women that have had a history of. Um, abuse in some way, whether right. it's verbal, sexual, physical, or, but even the trauma, it could be any kind of trauma, of being bullied or, or criticized by a parent, or an illness, or, or a sudden death, an accident, right? So, so um, I stumbled upon breath work actually because of my own um, issues with uh, abuse as a child. Mm-hmm. I, I actually um, was suffering for many years uh, without knowing what was wrong with me. I was just the expert as pretty much most teenagers are and at and <laughs> and, and, uh, escape and denying and burying and, and busyness and avoidance, right? And right. Um, I'm fine, right? But um, you know, I, I had my own birth trauma working as a nurse in, in, the, in, in the hospital um, when I was, uh, had my first baby. And um, little by little it just, you know, with with more and more adult stresses, I I had a very, um, uh, uh, some pretty severe hits as an adult. Um, And I was really, like it was getting more and more torture, uh, like feeling that way to be in my body. So I tried everything, everything. Talk therapy just made it worse. I didn't even know, you know, what it was, why I wasn't feeling right. A psychiatrist just wanted to drug me, and I tried all kinds of alternative things. and, and I'm a yoga, I'm a yoga teacher, so like even the meditation in my yoga practice wasn't really touching it. And I, I, I tried so many things, and I finally took myself to this really renowned um, integrative psychiatrist who said, "You have chronic post-traumatic stress disorder. you have PTSD, mm-hmm. chronic trauma. Um, which yes, the birth trauma, but it was really originating in years of childhood abuse from a mentally ill mom who loved me, but Mm. you know, was very abusive and the rest of the family kind of neglected it. And, and so I had symptoms of, I was constantly in a state of trauma. And she says, the way to heal that is, is not through the mind. It's not through medication. It's not through anything you've been doing. It's through the body. And she was actually the first person I ever met who was an expert in, in trauma healing. And she said, it's not Mm -hmm. a life sentence and you just need to, (laughs) you know, um, uh, reset your nervous system and release the trauma from your body by doing, you know, uh, she was talking about somatic experience and Mm -hmm. around the same time I was on a yoga retreat. I went on a yoga retreat. I was so happy to get a diagnosis that I had something that was wrong with me, but that I could heal. And I was on a yoga retreat, and, and um, several weeks later, and everyone was talking about this amazing, like, the, the healing that they had with this uh, clarity breathwork or, or um, rebirthing sort of uh, practitioner who was mm-hmm. there, and uh, they breathe in a certain way, and she kind of midwifes them. To to um, they get into like a semi-conscious state and their body just like shakes off and releases the, the, the emotional pain and the trauma energy uh, because trauma is stored as trapped energy in the body and it wrecks right, havoc right. on our health. Right. And and so and I, I am I, it I'm saved actually... my life. It saved my life. That that, that began. Wow, the that's amazing. I even wrote a book about it, but but um, that I became a practitioner in it uh, and, um, I'm, I'm, amazed at the power of it. And, you know, all animals, we're the only species on the planet that carry around emotional baggage, like all other animals, when they experience a trauma, whether it's a predator, you know, like a tiger mm-hmm. that's going after a Giselle, um, or uh, if that, if that deer or Giselle, um, any animal gets away to safety, they shake it off. And then they resume being in the, in the...
0: So we're the weakest ones, is what <laughs> well, you're saying. we're just, I don't
2: know what, you know, in some cultures, like, you know, especially tribal cultures, indigenous cultures, they dance off the, like, like we're, we're, I don't know when it was when we were told to shut down. And it's yeah. not okay yeah. to be upset. It's not okay. You know, you have to like be be a man. At, you know, um, right, Don't right. cry. Oh, yeah. Or you know, it's not. Uh, we don't have outlets like 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 a like a toddler. You have a child, right? You know what a, t- a temper tantrum mm-hmm. looks like. They embody absolutely. Um, <laughs> I, wish I could Anger and rage, <laughs> like they totally writhe around and thrash about, and then they get up and play. At, or and then the, it's over, what, exactly. Like and they embody happened. joy the same way. Meaning, when, if, if that, if, if, if son or daughter, a uh, son, him. Yeah, we So if, if he, if, he's, mm-hmm. if he just got something he wanted, right? Isn't he dancing <laughs> around and oh, like yeah. like oh like, like a ball of fire best. and light and joy, like <laughs> he's yeah. contagious, right? So and for five minutes, we're the most awesome parents yeah. on the face of the planet. But if he's sad. <laughs> so What's he going to like, you know, he doesn't care where he is. I mean, he's going to just, so, so, so part of this whole process is owning our emotion and loving all of our emotions, the, the fully living, fully the joy and the, the, you know, that's part of it. But, but when, when there's a trauma, especially history of abuse and stuff like that, um, the nervous system needs to be reset. And this is like an amazing modality that does that. And you don't have to have years of talk therapy and, medication and, and, it, and it's it's amazing how how uh it works so well and um mm-hmm. so i, I became uh, you know certified to do it and that's what i do so it's very similar holding space to help uh a, a woman birth is very similar to holding space to help someone kind of rebirth themselves or 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 heal yeah. from trauma because because it's like um, if you had your son, you know, like at the at the real end, uh, when he's just about to be born, when the baby's just about to 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 come down, or you know, you're in the last stages of labor. Uh, a lot of women will say, "I can't," or "Just cut me," or "I'm dying," <laughs> I say that a lot. right? Or something's really <laughs> wrong. Or oh no, I'm going to explode. I'm going to lose control. So it's very it's very similar. So when a person is in a Rebirth it in a breathwork session, and and sensations of intense uh, intensity come up, and it could be sensations of a panic, like I don't want to go there, I'm, uh, something's really wrong, mm-hmm. I can't handle this, I'm afraid, you know, and it's. Uh, I say the same sort of thing. Like, I got you. I know you're. You're, you're not going to die. You're not going to explode. Okay, have a panic attack. Have go right into that intense sensation, and that's what they do when they give birth, and that's when they do when they when they release and surrender and don't resist the intense feelings, and then they then then they release the trauma uh, energy, and it's and it's like almost like the fear of feeling the intensity is worse than the actual feelings themselves. And that's so how, so I have a yeah. question
0: for you when what what did you start first were you actually drawn to midwifery first? yeah okay okay so do you find that that actually like helped you um you know better perform your job being able to um kind of give that uh I guess
2: did the midwifery the they, they both help you know, each other but I guess, you know, I've I've pretty much seen and heard just about everything, being, you know, it's been over <laughs> a thousand baby moms and babies and it's I been know, twenty plus years, years. And before that I was an OB nurse and, you know, I raised my own four kids, so so and I've been through what I've been through. So so pain and, and sensations you pain? And, and intensity and challenge, they don't uh, I'm very comfortable holding space for someone to 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 birth and to um, be safe in their expression of emotion and feelings and and really help them process and heal through that. So it's it, it's yeah, they both help each other, supplement each other. You mentioned,
0: did you have four children? You did it? you deliver <laughs> any of your children?
2: What?
0: <laughs> did you deliver any of your own?
2: I delivered all four of my own, but I had a mid I had I, I had to- um just like I, I that's just the language of like uh, i think a woman delivers a doula maybe a woman delivers her own baby and and right. the doctor I, the okay, midwife okay. is attending to her but he but they are not the ones delivering the mother is in her power delivering unless yeah y- y- you know you could say
1: i have to say i love the language of midwifery yeah. we had um we had an interview with our own Midwife who I I would recommend to anyone. I, I unfortunately am not going to get to give birth with her, right. um, but I asked her. I said, "So do you deliver the baby?" And she said, "Absolutely not." She said, "You right. deliver your right. own baby. Right. I facilitate a safe space exactly. for you to deliver your baby." And she said, "You know, I would never take away your power." Right. Um, and that's what I really love about midwifery. And so that is one of the major differences between having a midwife and i guess uh, like re- regular hospital obst- obstetrics so like what are some other differences that you would say you see between midwifery an and, excellent and traditional birth so
2: so um, it, it, it's a very so in in um, a lo- in the co- in the countries that get the best outcomes Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, countries like uh, Holland or all, all over, um, you know, uh, like Norway, Sweden, you know, our, our country ranks the worst in terms of we're losing more mothers and babies at, in the process of childbirth. And we're having more serious, um, long term, significant Morbidity, you know, complications mm-hmm. from uh, the pro- concept, uh, process of having a baby, than any other developed country in the world. So the countries that are doing the best um, are when, are countries that um, really utilize the the skills and the expertise of both the obstetrician and the midwife. So that in, 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 uh, countries like Sweden and, and Denmark, right. And Norway and, um, Japan. Mm -hmm. So healthy women, which is the vast majority of pregnant women see midwives because midwives, their, their expertise is in normal and, and keeping things normal, intervening simply. They certainly are skilled in emergencies and, and, um, you know, obviously screening for problems, but they, um, they, they, they don't. Their expertise is in normal, and we need, and right. that's what serves the healthy population best. In terms of, right. I it, mean, it, just look at the stats, right? Um, um, mm-hmm. So, so an obstetrician in those countries. And even, I mean, you know, here, I mean, they are, they are surgeons. They're they surgeons, are, right. <laughs> they, they, we need, you know, for the, for the high risk population, you know, we, they are, um, considered high risk doctors in, in those countries mm-hmm. where, where if someone has serious medical or surg you know, medical problems or, um, you know they they are they're, they're skilled at using all this fancy equipment and diagnostic testing to screen and to treat uh, these problems uh, medically or surgically. So when when and and they when when that they're used with the midwives in a team like that, the entire population of women having babies are best served because right. um, birth is a normal process and. Mm-hmm uh it's best to let it let it proceed in the brilliance that it knows how to proceed right right um,
1: i and you know i will say my interview with with my midwife really empowered me to ask questions of my ob that i didn't feel like i could ask before and you know i i think we blindly put our trust into these people cuz they they're doctors and they know everything and um it it was a really empowering um i would advise any woman to just speak to a, mid- a midwife because ultimately your body knows what to do with my son i remember telling them okay i have to push and they're like no no and i was like look i have to push you need to catch this baby um <laughs> like i, I do a that's good job of that. that's pretty much it and, and, and the reason, you know, CV just said, I didn't do a good job with that, I guess, in supporting me. Is that what you're saying?
0: yeah <laughs> and, and,
1: But I think one of the reasons that we had read this horrifying article before we went in of a baby um, being decapitated because a doctor pulling on oh them. Gosh. Yeah, I was so,
0: busy looking at what he yeah, was Yeah, so
1: doing. he was very concerned with what the doctor was doing and less concerned with helping me push. But, you know, now I kind of, I know what I want. I know what I want. And you, you have an online class called uh, Love Your Birth. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Is that about helping women well, to discover? Well, you know, it's
2: so, so in my practice, so our country, you know, getting back to the statistics, we have like mm-hmm. a 30% and growing. We have a, 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 we have like the highest C-section. We're among wow. the highest C-section rates in the United States um, in the developed world. And we're, and we're, we're getting the worst outcomes, right? So in my practice, like some hospitals near, near where I live, it could be 40 or 50%, um, which is malpractice. I mean, it, it really, uh, most wow. uh, out-of-hospital midwives, especially home birth midwives, I mean, my rate's 5% of a C-section, cesarean birth. So, uh, um, and I, I was um, interviewed on a podcast maybe about three, year, three or four years ago. And, um, this woman was like loving my, she just loves my approach and she wants to know if I travel and, 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 um, you know, and I said, I, well, oh, if you live in Hawaii or something, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, uh, we were talking about that, but she was like, you, you need a. do you have an online course? And I, uh, like, like, how do you, I want to, I want to make an online course. I'm in film and I, my sister's in editing, she said and i'd love you to come out to san francisco and i want to film how like 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 make a course how you bring people through your practice so that they can have a holistically healthy pregnancy birth and postpartum and that, and how you get them to love their birth and birth with pleasure and tap into their sensuality and their primal and and, and and Mm -hmm. um you know she she she, you know how do you prepare people to to really rock their experience she was following me on social media and she um and i took her up on it and i and i made that course and it's really it's it's how i bring people through my practice it's not like like a typical childbirth education course it's really got a lot of the midwifery of how you know helping people, um, not just have the most holistically healthy experience possible, but like there's now at least 50 different decisions, issues, topics that are procedures, interventions that pregnant women or babies are exposed to and and Mm -hmm. need to make a decision about. And it it, like, I like to, so part of the course is helping them make informed decisions and empowering them with information and confidence that, and, 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 you know, shifting the mindset because so many women are so afraid today or their partners are so afraid and they, and they, yes, have this false sense of trust in technology and hospitals and, and medical providers over themselves and the brilliant process of within nature, you know, how, how, uh, you know, women know how to grow birth and breastfeed their babies and babies know how to be born. I mean, it's, it's like we know how to breathe or our heart knows how to beat. So <laughs> We know how to make the babies. Oh, we should know how yeah. to get them here. Well, we do. It's just that we're, it's kind of, re, you know, I also, you know, I, I, cause I guess, um, I got into this because I, uh, my, my son is obsessed with sports and, um, you know, I, I don't I don't want to misquote the numbers or so or whatever but like they interviewed people like Michael Jordan right like su- like really <laughs> successful athletes um, you know how is it that they could be down you know the, the, his team could be down uh, let's say 8 points and at the buzzer beater you know he hits three three pointers and a layup and he wins the game I mean I'm not getting the numbers right but it's it's the concept <laughs> he's always you know will win the game at the buzzer beater coming back from being down seven or eight points. Right. And mm-hmm. it's a mindset. It's a mindset. He doesn't, Absolutely. he doesn't. And, and, and they don't just interview him. I mean, they interviewed all successful athletes and performers and they saw a common denominator that so much of it is not the, um, of course, it's the skill and the, the practice, but it's the mindset of, I knew I'd make the shot not i'm gonna try Absolutely. or i don't know if i can do it so so um uh, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to stand in my you know, my, you know it, it, no i knew i'd make the shot i'm gonna win the game for my team yeah. and so it's like any anybody running a marathon or climbing a mountain or performing a dance you know it's the same kind of an attitude yes they might be working through really intense challenges but their mindset is I can rock this. I'm gonna do this, you know. Um and, and you mentioned you
1: mentioned mindset
2: and, and earlier you yeah. said,
1: you know, you help them help women to tap into their sensu- sensuality. I see you were involved in a documentary called Orgasmic huh. birth. Yes. And and that was something I was reading about and I was like, Whoa, okay, that's not how I remember my first birth. <laughs> like my son's birth was not orgasmic. Let's see if we can change that this time around you know and not about a sexual right. thing just wanting to enjoy, enjoy. my right.
2: birthing experience like tell tell us no a little one bit ever about
0: paints it that way you,
2: well so, ever so right so but way. i don't want anyone to feel that if they didn't have an orgasmic birth that they that, 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 you know that they failed there's right. no failure in labor but w- the woman that did that uh, documentary she wanted to point out she was documenting that when women are supported in this um, home birth midwifery model of care sure and do. and that home birth model of care can be in hot it can be in the operating room it can be in the it can be in the in the hospital a birth center or home but it's it's that it's that giving you know the compassionate kind sensitive care and giving the power to the woman and her family as much as possible right and and mm-hmm. uh, but but when women are supported in that way and they're giving birth on their own it's kind of just like when someone runs the marathon the 26 mile marathon uh, yeah by mile 10 or whatever their things are hurting and they're thinking oh can i do, can i do i have the strength you know i but but they do, but but they find the strength and they do it on their own and then afterwards there's this huge high so it's not it's not to say that it's not intense it's not to say that it's not hard and um and challenging but when when someone is supported in this way and they do it they, they, the feeling that they have, and it's a combination of many different things, including the delicate hormonal balance of all the hormones that, that are going on at the time of uh, childbirth, that the, that the feeling afterwards is orgasmic. It's, it's, it's like ecstatic, and they're so darn right. proud of themselves. There's this high that no one can ever take from any of them, any woman who, who experiences that. Um, All right.
1: And it has to be a good feeling or nobody else would do it ever again. No, but. I mean,
2: look, I had two babies, my first two babies. I was, I was a nurse on the unit where I worked in obstetric, uh, unit and I had uh, epidural and, um, those were my most traumatic births. I, I, uh, yeah. then I went on and had two very healing births when I became a midwife naturally. And I, there's absolutely to me, um, I wouldn't want to do it any other way. But yes, mm-hmm. there's the compassionate use of an epidural when things are not, you know, normal. For example, but in a normal birth, like in my in my practice, uh, like like I over whatever twenty years, I have um, never had to take a woman uh, to have an epidural during a normal labor because she couldn't cope with it, never. Mm-hmm. And that's that's largely from it's not that the, these women are different; it's they don't have different bodies. It's their, they, they are well prepared and they're supported in a way to restore, the, you know, their confidence, their power, and their, their belief in their capacities. And they're, you, so. you know, they're supported in a way that, um, you know, we first don't interfere. We let, just let, mm-hmm. you know, as, as long as all is well, the, the, the best intervention is no intervention. You know, just the loving support and, and and holding that space, what your midwife said. Like, I'm a lifeguard, so, yeah, but I'm also protecting that space so that it can proceed.
0: So, Anne, I got a, I got yeah. a question. You talk about support for mom.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
0: you know, I, I'm here. I'm basically here for the ride. But as a dad in this particular, uh, and, and and, you know, with having a midwife, that's a unique situation. Like, all I've ever known is a hospital birth with our one Mm -hmm. boy, but what kind of support do you, you know, would you say that you kind of find that you need to give for first time dads? So I have
2: a, I have a whole section on in my course online, um, that is specifically for partners and, um, I it, like in my local practice, or even you know, in all the online consulting that I do. I mean, I'm 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 encouraging dads to get involved, how they want to get involved, and how you know between the couple how they want to get involved. So some some dads um, initially are very nervous about doing things, but when they come to the pre when they get involved, when they you know, and I I teach them how to listen to the baby's heart rate or feel the baby's position and really involve them in in everything you know include them it's it's are they're, they're, they're becoming it's the birth of them as a dad for this child and um, so it's, it's a big part of of what i do so some men um, when they're in the birth we talk about you know uh, the birth planning of course in the pregnancy but some dads for example they want to they want to help catch or you know maybe they uh, want to cut the cord, or or, or they or they might say, I think if I would do that, I'd faint. So then no, but but, but they can still be as involved as they're comfortable. They don't have to um, be pressured to know techniques to help this woman. Right? They, they're they're as involved as a dad to be, as the lover yeah. of the woman who is giving birth. So it could be just enough to be. Um, there with a firm, you know, support uh, like, like, um, you know, you're putting, you're, you're holding her up if she's, if she's sitting in a or squatting in a certain way, or you got your hands and, and your loving eyes, you know, your hands on her shoulders and your loving eyes. eyes, that might be all she needs. You know what I'm saying, but so everybody's different. you would not different. suggest they bring their PlayStation.
0: Nellaby's a little needy, so I don't
2: know. Oh, she's a little needy. <laughs> so you would, yeah, you would not suggest him bringing a PlayStation. No, that, uh, that was the, the play- point of well, No, but he's going to need a, br- no, a second babies Comes so quickly, but first babies... <laughs> no, I, uh, no, no, he, you might get everybody smacked keeps if you, saying if that. you have Is- a PlayStation. <laughs> Everybody everybody keeps saying the
1: second baby comes quickly. Is that a guarantee? It like can anybody There's back no guarantees
2: that up? in this, in this um, profession or life really, but 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 they tend our to. Our son
1: was 15 minutes, so I'm hoping we can get this one out 15 minutes by. from start to finish. I, well, no. I I my water broke on Sunday. I worked all Monday. Um, it, I hold grudges and the hospital had sent me home Sunday. Hmm. So when my water broke, I was like, I'm not going to the hospital, which I didn't realize was a dangerous thing to do. So I will never do that again. Um, but I worked all Monday and then we got there Tuesday. We were there for <laughs> a few hours cause the epidural slowed things down. But when it was go time, when it was time to push, it was 15 minutes and well, he was out of How long there. were you
2: having labor sensations?
1: You know, so that was something the midwife asked me and I could not I couldn't tell her like I, I remember on Monday, my back, my low back hurt a lot all Monday. And it wasn't until about Tuesday, Tuesday at two o'clock in the morning where I was like woken up out of my sleep. And I was like, OK, I need to I need to use the bathroom. I need to shower. No, I need to just stand here. And so I, I probably would say like two o'clock Tuesday morning is really and when he was I started when? to like he wasn't he wasn't born until two PM. So, All right, so
2: you had about a twelve hour labor.
1: Yeah, but you know, the epidural, which is why I won't do that again, it, it stop it completely well, stopped yeah, everything. That's what it
2: can do. Mm-hmm.
1: And and what I saw on um uh, we I kind of forced CV to watch uh, the business of being born. And one of the things she said, which I found to be true for my first pregnancy, is one intervention begots right, another right, intervention because, because, because right once we did the epidural, well then we had to have yeah, the pitocin, pitocin. <laughs> yeah. and once we did the pitocin, we had to kind of amp the epidural. So it was. It wasn't a horrific experience. I don't feel like I had any trauma related to it. It just wasn't something I want to do again. And I I don't want to do it that way. So we're we're going a different route this time around. Um, One of the things that I'm seeing a lot in the news, uh, being a a black woman, that it's kind of scary because I'm going into the hospital where they're saying that mortality rates for, for black mothers are significantly higher. Are, are you seeing some of the same disparities in, in midwifery as they're seeing in hospitals with, with minorities? Yeah, uh, uh,
2: not, 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 not in the out-of-hospital community as much. Because okay. the people that tend to come to the out-of-hospital community are taking more responsibility for their health. And, and, you know, they might be having more healthier choices, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there are those disparities there are those disparities in um, nationally, <laughs> you know, but, but um, not, I, I don't, um, not in my practice, I don't see any difference, you know, if somebody is, doesn't matter to, not, 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 I, it doesn't I do matter, I'm not, meaning I'm, I'm not, um, uh, I think, I think if people are, are, are in in a mindset of taking, taking charge of taking back their health, not giving it over to uh, the medical profession, right? It it just creates a whole different lifestyle and outcome than people that um, eat well, I know I don't know I don't, I don't know you know I I don't I, I'm not sure exactly all the factors because then you know sometimes there's poverty and there's there's exactly, cultural problems yeah. Yeah. depending on the community or whatever but um, that's true yeah
0: so I'm I'm just curious in, in terms of the minority aspect of it so like you you said you've delivered about a thousand babies um, and for me when Nella I've B came to the- me and said <laughs>
2: You've quite, Okay, I'm sorry. That, I'm no, sorry. it's all right. Yeah, thousand. just pizzas are delivered. But anyway, go ahead. I'm teasing. Um. You. Yeah, go ahead.
0: <laughs> so, um, my 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 thought was, I, for me, when she first brought it up, I was just like, babe, um, black people don't really have natural births. What? Like, oh, that's they're, because, the, like,
2: they're the, I, the, the, the they le- oh my gosh.
0: So that was just my own ignorance. And I'll be I, I fess up to that completely. Well, the um, United know, until States she has screwed me. up
2: the black community. But but in Africa they're doing just fine in terms of having births <laughs> and breastfeeding. Uh, you know, for the vast so majority. I'm I mean obviously there's disease and and, 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 and poverty over yeah. there too, but I'm just saying, um they, they, they,
0: So of your thousand though, of your thousand that you've caught, what like what would you say like rough percentage? Have been minorities, or you know, maybe African American. Just, just curious. Oh
2: gosh, a a good amount, but I, I don't, I don't, um, you know, I have a thing. (laughs) I have a thing like, like, like they, um, uh, you know, on the birth certificate, they, they always ask me. uh, They ask race and ethnicity, so I just put human. Because right, (laughs) do you really? I don't like 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 people are human. I I don't look at color, right? But but you have to look at color because um, uh, when you ask me this question, because obviously there are issues in my in in minority groups that we have to address. So I'm 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 definitely Mm -hmm. sensitive to it, but I'm so. Against anything that has to do with racism or separating people because their religion or sexuality or color <laughs> that I just I just got I just was writing human, so I, I wasn't tracking it.
0: <laughs> you didn't get in trouble for that?
2: Uh, no no you don't, that, that's optional. you don't you don't have to um, you don't have to write your lie. ethnicity uh-huh. and and uh, race on the birth certificate.
1: And guys, I want you to know this is so real. So our audience doesn't get to hear what happens before we come on. But, you know, CV asked, so, Anne, where are you from? And she's like, Earth. <laughs> 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 so she's very serious about that. I'm very serious. Um, <laughs> so how would you suggest that women who um, give birth in the hospital um, – you know, it's a business, so they want to they want to turn those beds over, and they don't have time to sit and support you. How how would you suggest that they take ownership of their birth experience in the hospital so that they can get maybe the least restrictive treatment available? Right. In the so hospital? this
2: is the main reason why I did my course, and this is the main uh, thrust of the course. And in fact, um, knowledge is power. And it doesn't have to, like like just to know that the, the hospital and the and the and, and the midwife or the doctor, the nurses, they're not law enforcement agencies. Um, mm-hmm. And so and it's your body and your birth. So education in terms of what's going on, you know, and how to prepare like like I encourage people to totally move their whole like move their home. Or, or what inspires them? What they need from their home into the hospital, and and in in my course, I talk about you know ha, uh, discussing all those interventions with your partner, with the, and researching them, so you make a decision, n- not not winging it and wait wait right. waiting till they say I'm going to break your water, or I'm just or or, or or they're just putting pit and in um, in your IV right, but. Mm-hmm. Go and discuss with your doctor or your midwife. You know, I want a natural birth, and I don't want an episiotomy. And I and I don't, you know, I want this, or I don't want that. I want these people around at my birth, and are, or or I don't want anyone cutting my, my baby's cord or suctioning if all is mm-hmm. well. Um, I don't want pitocin, and I, you know, I don't want these. I want intermittent monitoring. I mean, you you know, when when they come, when they just have that discussion based on making informed decisions in the pregnancy and they have that discussion with the provider and the provider says, uh, sorry, we don't do that. Well, you know, you can find another provider
0: exactly. and it, you don't, you're
2: not exactly. um, it's totally okay. I've had people in all trimesters, even in the late third trimester switch providers if they're, if, if, if they're not in alignment, what they want if you if you want a natural birth, and your provider and setting has a 50% C-section rate or they're not listening to your requests, which are very reasonable, you can, there are other hospitals and there are other providers. You can switch or listen to this. I, I mean, this, this testimony's on my website actually. I was so, I, 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 I'm still brought to tears when I think about it. So there's a woman that wrote to me that she, she took my course and she became so empowered like, she lived in a part of the country where she only had access, I'm not sure if it was her insurance or whatever, but she only had access to a, um, an obstetrician who had like a 99%, he had very high 90% rate Oof. of cesarean. And she oh, wow. said to him, I, it, she, you know, she did her research and she was very um, respectful but assertive, I don't want a cesarean. I want a natural birth, and he's like, well, I don't do that, (laughs) and she's like, but that's what I want, and and evidence, and you know, she starts talking about, you know, she sounded very educated, and and she was very sweet about it, and he agreed to do it, and she sent me a video, they had the most beautiful birth, he attended her uh, naturally, she stood up for herself, um, and... And just, I mean, not only sh- they had a beautiful experience, the couple and, and, and the baby, but just think of the ripple effect of how that affects that physician right. and, and how he's gonna care for the other you know women in his practice. But you asked me yeah. another thing like when I um, I tell you know, I encourage people bring make a playlist, bring music, you know, like think of all the five senses. What do you like to see? CV hates my music so? Well, it, you, you, the <laughs> thing you can is, have it is, for is your you, birth. The, 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 um, you need to. So so there's relaxing music, there's like R&B, like soul, like sensual, slow depressing. dancing stuff. And then sometimes we need to turn on the funk, the hip hop, the rap, the African yeah. to get, you know, to so so um you know, music and what some people don't like any, you know, they like to hear like like a like a water machine or a sound machine of mm-hmm. rain or a tropical forest. And what do you like to feel? Yeah. Like how do you want to be dressed? Don't wear a hospital gown and what kind of sheets and what kind of Textures of your towel. I mean move in to the hospital like so it feels more like your place Right, and, right. and what do you like right. to see some women re- really like to see? Um, pictures of or, or, or like roses or flowers in all mm-hmm. their blossoming stages because just, just like for example uh, a tightly closed rose bud it, uh, will open and blossom to a, to a flower just like they will when they're you know that's in their their bodies in nat you know having a natural birth.
0: And as as you were explaining things to bring in, or, um, <laughs> you know, kind Food, of help out drink. with that. drink. She just yeah she just wrote down Idris for Idris Elba. So I'm guessing a picture of him is yeah, that what you Yeah, we can put
1: a picture of Idris Elba. Do you know how that? That's
2: motivating. Whatever me. inspires you, <laughs> whoever that is. Who is that? Is
1: that is you, that a fact?
0: Idris Elba.
1: Oh my He's goodness! Can can I please? I'll email you a picture of Idris, okay. just so you have it. And I need you to grow. Uh,
2: <laughs> just so you have, but it. you know, but that's good. <laughs> see if that it's, it's what inspires you. Sometimes people bring their Buddha or their cross or their or 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 their family photos or or.
0: What about support for the father? Here?
2: Oh, oh, for the father. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I can
0: I can't support. I can't support her. Putting up a picture of him.
2: <laughs>
0: that's all yeah, I'm well, saying. you definitely
2: need to support yourself. That's not not a question. That, that's it's not a. Bachelor. You know, you got to make sure you have food and that you have what makes you know what's there for your comfort. But as long as it doesn't, um, you know, like I wouldn't do the PlayStation in in her view.
0: No, I, I won't route. do it. I, I was yeah. joking well, with no, it. well, no,
2: but I, I, it's what happens. A woman has an epidural, and and dad doesn't know what to do, so he's gonna watch the he's gonna watch sports or whatever and it it, 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 it is so disembodied for both of them like they're both not attached to the process of what's Mm. going on it's very hard to connect to this huge life peak life experience of having a baby I mean other than birth or death I mean if you're not or or being on a farm like you know working the uh the soil or gardening i mean what Where everyone's like always in the sit in buildings or or on the computer we we're yeah. disconnected from life itself and this mm, is that's true this is it's just so um amazing to allow yourself to just be in it and be you know connected in it involved in it. Well,
0: so you, oh i was about to cut you off i'm sorry good. no i was just gonna say uh, you gave us a lot of jewels in this and um you know, I I don't know if I even need to ask this question because and, and and you gave us a lot of free stuff too, so we're definitely <laughs> going to send people to kind of check out your yes, uh, check out your website and c- encourage them to take a look at your class. Um, but I, I you know, and and what I heard it sounds like you want people to really advocate for themselves. But well, I, um, I do. My I want? I mean, was, I
2: just think that's the end. I, I think that's how we're going to change. I can't change hospitals as e- it's very hard to change the way hospitals and insurance and that whole system and the way doctors and nurses and, you know, uh, are. But when, when, um, when a passionate, educated family is uh, prepared and empowered, uh, that's how we're gonna change. You know, When they yeah. take back their ownership of their life and their birth and their health, that's how we're gonna change uh, outcomes. Absolutely. I think that
1: is that sums
2: up everything.
1: I think you would want someone to know about midwifery. Um, can you just tell our audience where can they find you? What's your Instagram? Your well, website? Well, it's so
2: funny. I, I mean, well, my website is home sweet uh, home sweet home birth b i r t h dot com, and it's it's not just about home birth. It's that home birth model of care in all settings, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because not everybody can have a home birth. And we can have still that beautiful, undisturbed, uh, homey feeling, you know, wherever, wherever we are. But it takes more preparation if you're going to be in a, in, a, in a hospital, especially if it's an unsupportive hospital. There are wonderful supportive hospitals that really encourage um, and support natu- natural birth in a yeah. very respectful, culturally sensitive way. Um, but, but, um, it's funny. So, so, um, my daughter, uh, my, one of my teenagers said to me about four years ago, "Ma, you should be on Instagram because you have all these awesome pictures <laughs> and you love inspiring love and educating and so advocating and empowering. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm like, oh, what's Instagram? But, um, <laughs> uh, the one one and, and who knew, you know, like social media now it's like over between Facebook and Instagram, well, Instagram it just became like over seventy three thousand followers very quickly, and um, Facebook it's also yeah you know, what tw- I don't know eleven thousand twelve thousand followers. So so wow. um, th- yeah. both of them I are. So home sweet home of <laughs> so appre- it, I am so appreciative of
1: your daughter. What I'm so I am so appreciative of her because that made it
0: possible to find you. It,
1: yeah. yeah, it oh. made it possible to find you, and I was devastated when we heard back from our insurance that I hate. Oh, um. Wow that I couldn't do the home birth. And then I remembered, I was like, we've got this interview coming up. She doesn't like, you don't seem to bash hospital births. Like, I don't feel any less of a woman because I have to do that. And I was like, you know, I can still have a really positive experience in the hospital. So I really appreciate you um, sharing your information with us and our listeners. It's been really great getting to talk to you today.
2: Awesome.
0: I really appreciate it. It was my idea. Oh. So. And it, was,
2: it was his <laughs> idea. So
1: he's going to take credit for yep, it. Why not? And it, you know, and, and it came after I made him watch The Business of Being Born. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> so I found you on Instagram and I was just like, it's a long shot that I'm going to message her because she's pretty well established. Oh.
2: <laughs>
0: so I appreciate you coming on being so down to earth and yes. speaking to us. That, was, uh, that really was nice of you. I really my appreciate pleasure.
2: it. So,
1: and... Thank you for your time. To our listeners, thank you so much for listening. All
0: right.
1: And We Here, man. We Here, man.
2: <laughs>
0: thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to another episode of We Here, Man. We're going to continue bringing you new content each and every week, but we want you guys to join the conversation. So download Anchor.fm, available in iTunes and Google Play. Also, hit that subscribe button in your Apple or Google Play podcast store. I want you to give us the stars, give us the likes if you like it. And like mama said, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. In other words, don't give us one star, y'all. Thank you for listening again. And we definitely appreciate your air and won't take it for granted.